Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Best Flicks podcast. I'm Ricky D, and I've got Ryan Archuleta with me guest hosting today. How you doing, Ryan? Good, good. How are you? Doing good. This is my favorite part of the week. I love doing these. Uh, before we get too far into it, I just wanted to throw out a few promos. This is Best Flicks with Ricky D. If you are enjoying what we have to say here, I'm doing a weekly show. We'll have a new one out every Sunday night. Different ideas about what you, uh, I call it Best Flicks uh, with Ricky D, the best in curated streaming. So I'm doing anything that's original to Netflix, original to HBO Max, original to Amazon. Anything that those guys are making instead of the uh, you know Fox New, Fox Television, or NBC, ABC, those huge players. I'm looking at some of the smaller guys. I am part of the Twist My Arm Network. That's uh, a whole network of podcasts where we do uh, this show. We have a show about Marvel movie, uh, Marvel Cinematic Mondays, uh, where the guys go into what's hot in the Marvel universe. And my favorite podcast on the entire network is the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, where we talk about Firefly and we break down every episode individually. Have you seen Firefly, Ryan? I have once. Um, I I need to rewatch it because it's been a while. Yeah, it's worth rewatching. I recommend you rewatch it with us one episode, one episode per week, uh, and we make a lot of fun of the show. We talk about our favorite moments. We talk about all the best lines they have in the show. Uh, if you haven't seen Firefly, you've at least had some nerd rave at you about it. So. I recommend everybody join in for the sudden but inevitable rewatch and rewatch Firefly with us. But back to best flicks. This week, Ryan and I watched Middleditch and Schwartz. It is a improv, com- long form improv comedy show with Ben Schwartz. You probably know him as John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. He was everybody's favorite character. And you can see some John Ralphio coming out of him in this show. And then also starring. Oh, Thomas Middleditch. That's his first name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know him from Silicon Valley. Uh, you might know him from Verizon commercials. He's also a very up-and-coming, very funny comedian. So, Ryan, I believe that we have both seen this before, but we wanted to get back into it. Which of the three episodes were your favorite for Middleditch and Schwartz? Oh, I... Uh, um, I mean... good um out of those three i'm oh dream the last one was really good dream job yes that one was really good that Uh, yeah that was really good there's only three episodes of this show they're all under an hour so it's a quick watch it's you're gonna laugh more than you're prepared for uh at the beginning of the show ben and thomas talk to an audience member and they say what's something coming up that you're that excites you uh and they talk to a certain audience member this episode we're talking about now somebody had a interview for a dream job and they just kind of probe into it and it turns out the audience member he almost had to interview himself uh through a through just digital means and that was a huge part of the comedy at the very beginning uh, but yeah, they just dig into some information and then they put on a full long form improv show so, and they act, they fill in a lot of the blanks that they don't get from the 
studio member. Uh, okay, this is your favorite episode. What was your favorite joke, or what was your favorite moment from this episode? Uh, from the from the uh, dream job episode. Yes. Oh my God, there's so many good right? ones. It's it's just comedy coming at you from every angle. You know what I liked the best about, and in, it's in all three, is kind of because they they're making it up on the spot, so mm-hmm. naturally just plot holes form in their stories and stuff. And I just love the comedy that comes from like either putting the story together, like like in um like in the the pre law one, yeah, like the like the girl. In the beginning, she fails the test, and then she just walks out the door, and then and then there ends up being like Multiple seven doors. different doors yeah. in there, and then they address it. They're like, "Well, she got out just fine," which is just crazy. Like, I, I ah, that that's really good. They also try to um, trap each other a lot of the time because yes. improv is all about yes and. So you have to agree with what your partner is saying. <laughs> you have to go another step down this road, whether you want to or not. And they trap each other in these hilarious situations. And they even take time to address it in the show where somebody will go, all right, now you have to act like you're a gazelle getting fucked by another gazelle. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> one of the players will go, all right, that's part of the interview. That's part of the interview. You have to pretend you're getting fucked by a gazelle and you are a gazelle. Right. And then right. they just look at each other like, I don't. I want to get down on my hands and knees and pretend to be a gazelle. I don't want to do that, but they have to. Yeah. <laughs> and they they just embrace it. I felt like John, or not John, Ralphio, but um, <laughs> Ben Schwartz, I feel like he was a little more resistant at first. Like, he's like, he was almost trying to trap him. He's like, why don't you show me on the screen, like, what a gazelle <laughs> looks like? <laughs> and then it was just like, why don't you look at the screen? <laughs> um, but I, I guess say the the one time that I actually, like, I, I, like, cried. I had tears. I was laughing so hard was when, <laughs> when um, in that episode, when he goes, um, he's interviewing with Mr. Times. Um for the for the photography job mm-hmm. and uh he's, he goes all right well let me hear a joke from you and he's like okay what what sound does a duty make <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and tries to make the noise it kind of just threw me off that was that might have been my favorite one and uh, i just love that like partway through the skit he wants to kind of distance himself from the similarities between him and lorne michael yeah his character (laughs) but yeah definitely there was also that scene where they were both like friends trying out for different internships at this point and they're on their knees in front of each other in the middle of the stage and they're getting ready to do rock paper scissors (laughs) to see who gets which internship or something like that and ben schwartz is just mad dogging thomas middleditch going i am going to beat you yeah. i know what you're gonna throw that's telling me what i need to throw and i'm going to win and thomas is almost like cowering a little bit like i know you're gonna beat me i know you're gonna win i don't even know what we're doing i don't yeah. you're gonna win we don't even have to do this yeah and then they throw their rock paper scissors and ben won exactly like he said he would yep yep that was great 
yeah i just i love that kind of too like they just like it's not full fully in like it's not the improv show all the way through like they take breaks sometimes and they address like you know like i said earlier like the the plots or the the uh the holes in their plots and stuff like that and then like <laughs> like that actual there he's like i'm gonna beat you in real life at rock paper scissors right now <laughs> right this isn't this isn't a joke this isn't a skit yeah <laughs> i'm going to beat you at rock paper scissors i think that episode he also that was the same one where they like they went up for uh like a like a hug or greeting and he uh-huh. uh ben broke thomas middle ditch's mic <laughs> yes on his yeah right yeah. at the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so there was this episode, which was the dream job episode. The first episode was about the parking lot wedding. Oh, that yes. was great because they're just like they're running around the stage. They place their chairs in different <laughs> locations yeah. to like symbolize who the what character they are. Uh, we get this guy named Paul in the story, and the only information we've gotten about paul from the audience members is he's short and i used to date him in like middle school <laughs> and from there they make this huge character well this very huge very short character out of <laughs> short paul and everybody else has to stand on chairs while well, the other characters have to stand on chairs to make paul look shorter and he lifts his legs up and he swings them around on the chair like they're not hitting the ground uh and short paul ends up like uh it's all right. I can. The the spoilers for this show aren't really about the storyline. It's more about the jokes. So yeah. I don't really care about spoilers on this. But he ends up like wrecking the wedding because he's still in love with his sixth grade girlfriend. <laughs> uh, how? Uh, what did you think awesome. about that parking lot wedding episode? It was it was a great way to start off the show. Uh, like I just there were yes. so many different characters the complexity of the the wedding party uh or parking lot weddings um was just amazing yeah and they also built this like hilarious backstory about uh when they were dating in sixth grade they got robbed in the alleyway and it turned into this like weird batman situation <laughs> yeah. yeah you almost <laughs> like i mean he, you he see stole the click. pearls yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> You see it click in Ben's mind. He's just like, I know where this is going. (laughs) And then I shot him and I said, oopsie doopsie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's such a good line. (laughs) Oopsie whoopsie. Uh, This is also an episode where Ben Schwartz goes around and he like does this weird like uh egyptian dancing style and you really saw the jean ralphio come out of him (laughs) yes i love all the little recalls as well like uh, yeah no information is left behind yeah yeah it's crazy crazy like like in the wedding party episode uh he talks about like short paul talks about (laughs) uh wanting (laughs) when you need to take kathleen's breath <laughs> yeah and i think he actually he talks about it later it's just like such a small detail that i love that like they're they're just doing these callbacks they're so good uh also just a little teaser to get everybody watching this show 
there is a moment in one of the episodes where they're both pretending to sit on the toilet and you see this they're sitting on the toilet talking to each other and you see the like how thomas middleditch and ben schwartz uh pardon me wipe their own ass <laughs> oh yes so you see them miming all of this on camera uh just because they happen to be the setting of this uh them talking to each other in this very small scene they're sitting in the bathroom and they decide to wipe their asses for us or mime it for us and that was a pretty great moment yeah just ben just leans over he's like is that how you wipe in real life (laughs) (laughs) he's like show me he's like i just did (laughs) so everybody within the sound of my voice watch the episodes just so you can see that grown professional men pretending to go to the bathroom <laughs> that was in uh was that the uh, pre-law i think that was on yeah no i think that was was that the last one dream job that yes dream i think job. so yeah it was the the two friends in the bathroom talking to each yeah, other the new yorkers <laughs> And then we also have not talked about the second episode. That was Law School. Oh, yes. Yeah, Law School. You know, I try to rank these episodes, and I really, I don't know. Before I did this rewatch, I thought the parking lot wedding was my favorite episode. Now I think it might be this Law School episode. Uh, The audience members, when they were talking about going to Law School, they were talking about you know, a certain there was a one character in the class that they didn't like. He was just kind of douchey, and they described him as kind of like a toxically masculine guy. He's always re-explaining everything the girls do, or any question they have, he will re-explain the question to them. And he just sounds like a kind of a jerk. And Middle Ditch and Schwartz just took that into the stratosphere with this guy. Amazing, Stanley from maryland yes stanley <laughs> that's right he uh anytime any either middle dish or schwartz are playing stanley they just like they spread their legs out and they lean back and like they just look like the douchiest guy they could possibly be <laughs> i just i also loved i mean i loved um the foreign students in, the, in this episode uh nigel was like from germany i think or no yeah. he was like from england or something and they had another guy i think his name was also stanley yes. from germany <laughs> he was like german and he was russian and his accent just kept on changing yeah neither of them could quite nail anything down <laughs> yeah it was fantastic like I, I think ben schwartz could not he just couldn't get that it was german and then like near right at the end of the skit after they had been doing that character like a while he, he goes, oh, he switched to German now. And, and then uh, Thomas Middleditch is like, oh, he, he, you're just catching on to that? It's always yeah. been German. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> what else? Oh, the... Do oh, you think... God, so many good ones. Do you think Ben or Thomas is better than the other one at doing this by... Like... Mm. I feel like uh, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't feel like anyone's. 
I feel like Thomas might have uh I don't I don't know if he just he just seems like he has more fun with it almost. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's just always coming up with ridiculous things. I mean, he's just like like when he's playing Stanley in this episode, he's just like, you know, you know, I just think you should make sure the women in the class aren't cheating. Because <laughs> like, if we just, if we delved into the stats. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and then he's like, I guess is my stance <laughs> on this. And he just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed watching uh, Thomas a lot. Yeah, I, I would agree. I don't necessarily think either one is better than the other, but I felt like there were some smaller there were certain differences Mm -hmm. uh i thought ben schwartz all of his kind of ideas were much bigger and crazier than thomas's but i also thought thomas was kind of like a little bit better actor when he was in those moments or when he was playing those roles i felt like he put uh more emphasis on small things rather than the weird, crazy, explosive jokes like John John Ralphio did. <laughs> yeah. Ben Schwartz. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, and then in this episode, like, right off the bat, like, Thomas Middleditch talks about, um, he's like, I wonder if anyone's ever said, you know, hey, thank you, Daddy, like, to anybody for <laughs> reals. They even bring that, like, into the skit, too. Yep. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. It's like they can sniff out the funny moments and they know to bring them back. And they don't have any notes. There's no notes or anything. It's all off the top of their head. Oh, yeah. I can't even talk about this show without notes. And they're (laughs) performing this incredible show. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like like they have a list in their head and they're like, all right, we got Alien. We got, you know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, even uh, this was the episode with the mall. She's. Like, the mom in the beginning said, like, you know, my kids curse a lot. And so I, I have to I have to keep reminding myself to not curse around them. And, and then, uh... Oh, and then the mom tells the son, he goes... She goes, how would you like to... If a fucking alien was your friend? Yeah. <laughs> like, she, I just love that they, they include everything. Just... Oh, can we, can we curse? Yeah. Can't curse. Oh, okay. I was talking about guys wiping their asses, so... Oh, that's true. (laughs) Is there anything else on Middle Ditch and Schwartz that we should say to try and convince people to give it a shot? Oh, my God. I mean, even if you're just not into improv or you don't think you are, it'll surprise you. I mean, there's just two really good improv guys that... they, They just make it look... Easy. Yeah, like so easy and great. <laughs> right, it's it's got to be decades of practice, decades of improv classes. Like, it's not just this show; it's been years of preparation for them and becoming masters of their craft. Like, yeah, it might be kind of silly, all the jokes about an alien running around a law school and all this, but it's also just so impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's I mean. Even if you're not into basketball, it's fun to watch Michael Jordan play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well said. So we also, Ryan and I also watched uh, Bumping Mikes with Dave Attell and Jeff Ross. I uh, wanted to just 
talk about it a little bit. It's another just three episodes. Every episode is under an hour. Uh, but if you like kind of darker humor, this show is definitely excellent stand-up. Uh, Dave Attell and Jeff Ross go up on stage. They kind of do a roast thing where they make fun of each other. They make fun of people in the audience. And I'm sure it's somewhat scripted, but it also thought, felt like they were coming up with a lot of jokes on the spot. And every time they make a good burn on somebody, they... Uh, I wonder if I can... Oh, I don't have any good sound effect. Uh, Any time oh. they make a good joke, they yeah, bump I got their mic. Oh, yeah. There yeah, we I, go. I gave you a couple in there. You can edit them. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they bump their mics together like they're bumping fists. Uh, it's uh, hilarity ensues. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great. Uh, great little three episodes you know i'm sad they didn't do more or are they gonna do more not that i know of but it would be really hard now well yeah definitely hard right now but it you know for comics like jeff ross and david tell producing those kind of improv like semi-improvised shows seems like easy work like i'm sure they could just put together another one you know relatively easily if they make enough money off of it oh yeah i'm sure i mean they just probably have to go down and just be like the comedy seller like we're gonna record another one <laughs> everyone's yeah. like yeah that's cool i mean you guys are here all the time anyways right uh who was your favorite guest on bumping mics because they brought two or three guests up for every episode um let's see i actually really liked for the friday the friday episode mm-hmm. the first one i i liked michelle wolf a lot yeah she's always good she was super hot for like two months and i haven't heard anything from her since have you seen the michelle wolf stand up or anything like that no because well she had that show that on um was it netflix right it was a netflix show i think so and then um and then it, I think it got canceled after, well, I don't even know how long it was running. She also did the correspondence dinner. Uh, she got, like, all of the political guys together, and they always have a comedian come to the political correspondence dinner. Right. And just make fun of the times we're living in. Maybe it become less funny to make fun of the times we're living in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it looks like she does a lot of writing. Maybe she does a little less, like, right. on the stage comedy, and she does more in the writing room comedy. I feel like there's a lot more of that than I than I think there is. You know, comedians writing jokes for other comedians. Oh, yeah. Like, for the late night shows, I know Jimmy Kimmel has a writing room full of, like, 15 guys and maybe one girl. That was a joke. I'm sure he's got a very diverse staff. Ah, shit. I'm going to make some noise for the microphone while Ryan gets his set up and recording again. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, apologies for any of the bumpiness on the first episode. You get to experience exactly what it's like to try and figure out your first episode of a podcast here. There we go. All right, I'm back up. <laughs> uh, I see that you've got Pickett's your cat in the studio. Uh, Zoe, my dog just wandered in. Oh yeah. So, yeah, we got animals in the studio here at Best. Flicks. Yeah, actually, in that first first little bit that we started, you might hear the cat just purring <laughs> in my mic. <laughs> we'll just consider that bonus material. Yeah, bonus material. <laughs> Are you back to recording? Yes, yes I'm back. Okay. Uh, my favorite guest, I think he was on the uh, Sunday night show, Drunk Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he, had, he said he had like eight tequilas or something crazy. Yeah. He was just like, he was kind of uh, bobbing around, what, swaying. Yeah. He was kind of swaying on stage. Yeah, he was so he was so drunk. It seemed like that, like when Jeff Ross went to bump his mic, he just grabbed both mics and started talking into them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just started taking mics. His little insight into his, uh, just you know, it, uh, he's drunk and a microphone gets put in front of him. And he just starts grabbing for it, putting it in his face. I gotta say, was that the same? Let's see. That was the Sunday night, right? I think so. So, I think that actually... No. What was the one? There was a... <laughs> oh, it was. That That was my favorite episode, I think, actually. Um, do you know... Have you watched much of that? Because they had that guest, uh, Joe Ma Machi? Joe Maki? The guy that's always smiling oh yeah that guy <laughs> i mean i haven't watched i haven't really watched him in anything else besides this um but mm -hmm. he was probably my favorite guest <laughs> i didn't even write him down but yeah he's i think i've seen a stand-up like a 30-minute stand-up special of his and he is i don't know if it's a nervous thing but he's always just got this really really big smile and it also looks like he's hiding cookies. <laughs> yeah, like, he's definitely, he definitely, yeah, he has that look for sure. But he, Like a sheepish child who's trying to keep a secret from his mom. It's like like if Haley Joel Osmond grew up and could still see or ghosts. Like, he just always has that almost frightened look in his yeah. eyes. But he's also gotten to be friends with the ghosts, which makes him happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, he had my favorite joke because there was those two Canadian girls sitting in the front row and they were talking about penis size and she said 30 centimeters. <laughs> and and so when that Joe Maki guy gets up there, like Jeff was getting ready to roast him and he was in 30 yeah. centimeters. <laughs> that was my favorite joke of the whole series. It was amazing. <laughs> Uh, they also had Gilbert Gottfried on. I think that was the second episode. Yes. Gilbert Gottfried. Gotta love Gilbert Gottfried. He, especially the older he gets, he just gets more and more into this 
like insane tiny angry old man character like he was there a couple of years you know 10 15 years ago he had that character down like it was him but he just sinks deeper and deeper into it i don't think he's opened his eyes in at least five years (laughs) i don't know if he's not screamed anything in probably 20 years yeah he was uh he was he's an interesting one to watch It's just, it seems like his body gets smaller and his head stays the same size. So that was bumping mics. Uh, It's hard to do a lot of talk on, you know, a, just a stand-up show, but we do highly recommend it, especially if you like some darker humor, uh, you know, a little bit of sexuality in your jokes. Dave Attell and Jeff Ross are fantastic. If nothing else, uh, Jeff Ross's attire throughout the series will catch your eye. <laughs> it will be entertaining enough. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jeff. He's always look, dressing like a hipster. Oh, I Like he's coming right out of Venice Yeah, Beach. there's one where he was just wearing like a kimono. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had other clothes on, but. Oh, and nunchucks. Yeah. Uh, He also did that crazy yoga move on stage. Do you remember that? He, like, laid down on his stomach, and he grabbed his feet from behind him. Oh. And he, like, arched his back. Oh, I don't remember that one. Maybe that was just my dream. (laughs) But, yeah, they went up on stage, and, like, before anything else happened, he just lays down on his chest, and he does this crazy yoga move. And he gets up and he goes, "Namaste, motherfuckers." <laughs> did you did you have like a favorite joke of the the series? I don't think I wrote anything down. I guess I don't. Do you have a suggestion for my favorite joke? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I really enjoyed when um, Dave Attella asked Jeff Ross uh, about the new house that he bought. And he goes, yeah, we really like it. And Dave goes, "Uh, one bed, two kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was that was fantastic. (laughs) My my mic doesn't bump when I smack. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah, I mean, it's a good show that that that's got some uh, some quality material in there. Yes. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of the first episode of Best Flicks with Ricky D and guest host Ryan Archuleta. Thank you for coming oh, in. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, please follow us on the Best Flicks Twitter, twitter.com slash bestflicks. Find us on Facebook. There's a group for Best Flicks. Join us at the Twist My Arm Network on our Twitter page, our Facebook page, the Instagram page, and any podcast player you can find, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Google Podcasts, all of those, you can find Twist My Arm Network. Just search for Twist My Arm. And don't forget about the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch. We're releasing it every Monday. Uh, uh, if I can figure out today's date, the first episode was released uh, January 18th. We've got another one coming out January 25th. And every Monday after that. So please join us for the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, 
we are having a ton of fun over there. All right. Thanks for coming on, Ryan, and goodbye. Absolutely, man. Have a good night. <laughs> All right. And now we can just hit pause or stop.